You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talk Your Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a four-strike blue belt who trains at Premier MMA located in Maryville, Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Gatesek. Hey, Lamar. Thanks for having me. Nah, man. The pleasure is all mine. How are you doing today? Very good. I've been listening to the podcast. It's, it's very good. I'm happy to be on here. Man, I, I appreciate hearing that. So let's um let's get right into it. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and uh, let's hear about your jujitsu history. Okay, my name is Jeff Gatesek, forty-five-year-old four-stripe blue belt out of Premier MMA Carlson Gracie Team Maryville. I started training about two thousand six at a Carlson Gracie gym in Aurora, Illinois, under Jeff Neal. Trained there for around a year, maybe a little more, and then life and work gets in the way, so I had to take breaks in training so it was kind of hit or miss training mostly no gi at that time so i would hit two maybe three days a week i only owned one gi that's how much gi training i did oh wow so it was all no gi yeah i did the boxing classes mma classes not thinking i was ever gonna fight or be a fighter but i at least wanted to know how to protect myself and fight and i still carry that to this day the, the classes there are great so Throughout the years with work being a 597 pipe fitter, we work a lot of overtime. We have shutdowns. You can't make training on a regular basis. You just can't. So I would get in when I could, a month here, a month there. And this went on for like 2006 to 2009 to where I was just very spotty, couldn't make it. But I still missed it. Every time I was working a shutdown, I was mad, making a lot of money, but mad that I wasn't able to train. Mm-hmm. So, and then I met my wife in 2011. She's also a union pipe fitter. So we were working together and uh, we just got to a point in my life where I was like, hey, I need to get back to training. So her and I went again to Carlson Gracie in Aurora, Illinois, and uh, we were doing what we could, same thing, working. Well, then we decided to sell the house and move to Indiana and wasn't able to train for probably, it was quite a while where I wasn't able to train. And then four years ago, I decided, you know what? Almost five years ago now, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm on death's door. It's time to get back to training. So I've been training constantly for about five years now. Lost about 40, 45 pounds. Oh, I was wow. up to 200 pounds. I'm a small guy. I'm like 5'7 on a good day. So it uh, it definitely helped me change my life. Nice. That's very, very fantastic to hear. Yeah, I started, you know, I was a little nervous getting back into it, which is crazy because I did it. It was there. And uh, I told her, I'm going to find a jujitsu school. I live... In the middle of nowhere, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the country now in Indiana. So anywhere I go, I have to drive. So I found a small gym in Winfield. Started training there. I was there for I was there all the way till I got my four stripe and my blue belt. And it just really wasn't what I wanted, what I was used to. So I found the Carlson Gracie gym in Maryville, 
with uh, Steve Colon, Adrian Anikis, Lisa Berno, and come to find out my old coach, Jeff Neal, from Carlson Gracie Aurora, teaches there on Fridays. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got back with the Carlson Gracie family and team, and it's great. Nice, nice. So I did see um, your video you sent me about, you know, with your uh, your match, which was awesome, by the way. Uh, yes. So how long have you been competing? So I started as a white belt with, uh, I, I did the Naga back in 06 and, you know, under six month category. I lost miserably, but, you know, it just fired me up. I got ar flying arm barred in my first match in about 15 seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. I don't... Yeah, so I was like, oh, I was feeling good. I went out there, and this dude, I'd never seen a flying arm bar. Right. You don't train that in under six months, and this dude gets a hold of me, and I'm like, what just happened? It was over. I didn't think those were, I didn't think those were allowed at White Belt. I didn't think so either, but th again, this was, you know, 2006, maybe at this time, 2007, and yeah, flying arm bar. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. So then once I started training at that other gym, I was like, I want to start competing again. And I did do one match at White Belt. And and I was still, at the, I was probably 180 pounds. So I wasn't even really in shape yet for it, but I just really like competing. I wrestled all through high school. I started in fourth grade. So I was like, all right, I'm going to compete again. Mm-hmm. So I was in a 180-pound division in, uh, it was Grappling Industries in Oak Lawn, Illinois. And I had been out of the game so long, I didn't understand dynamic scheduling and this and that. Well, it said on there, okay, your match is at noon. So I was like, all right, I'll get there. I'll get there an hour and a half early. My coach wasn't there. None of my teammates were there. They were all on the way. I got there early figuring I would weigh in, eat, rehydrate, whatever. I walk in, and they're like, what's your name? like jeff gatasek they're like they're calling you on the mat right now <laughs> i'm like what she's like run over there step on the scale and get to the mat so i was like oh shit so i run away go over there weigh in jump on the mat this guy was huge so we you know we lock up and uh, i get a takedown on him and throw him out of bounds well the ref breaks it didn't let the, didn't let it settle. She breaks it, puts us in the wrong position, which was totally advantageous to this other guy. But don't get me wrong, I lost. It it, it wasn't going to change the outcome, but I got <laughs> rear naked choked. Mm -hmm. So that was my next match, and then from there, I don't think I competed until I got my blue belt. I don't think I did. And then on my when I got my blue belt and was competing in blue belt, I was kind of on a terror. I was I was doing really well in all the competition. Mm -hmm. In grappling industries, at one time I was ranked 19, and over 40 nogi. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. So and then yeah, I've been you know like then I got a knee injury. I sprained my MCL, so that put me out for a while. And then this was my first one back in probably a year. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm I'm looking forward to competing some more. I think everybody should compete at least once. Just not so much for even for the competition, just to put you out of your comfort zone and know what it would feel like 
in an altercation outside your comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that now. If this was me, i say maybe a year ago, yeah, I'd probably been like, nah. But, you know, after doing my first competition, I'm I'm hooked and I'm, you know, I'm planning on doing a whole lot more. Yes. Like I I yes. instantly fell I only did one match, but I instantly fell in love with it. Yes, that was my last one too. Um it's actually the first time it's ever happened to me. I I normally compete at fifty five. Mm-hmm. And over forty, there's just nobody over forty at hundred and fifty five pounds in blue belt. It's just like unheard of. Right. So normally I get bumped down into the eighteen and up group. Mm-hmm which I normally compete at and whatever it is what it is. But this time I got bumped up a weight class and stayed in over 40, but there was only that one match that I sent you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that's the bad thing about competing at an old age. You're not going to go against somebody your own age, or you're going to get your weight classes moved around, but it's just part of it. This you get in the street and get an altercation. They're not going to be like, Hey, what's your age? And what's your weight? What's your rank? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like before we beat up that, each other, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's you know that's so. kind of like the, I guess the 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 I got only bad side I could think about is competing when it, you know when you're up there in age and your weight and your ranking, it gets very very thin unless you're like you know doing gi and no gi. Correct. You're doing like a huge, you know, a, a big name tournament. Because when I did um, tap cancer out as a purple belt, it was a uh, masters, which is over thirty. We had, um, I think maybe like 10, 10 participants for the purple belt uh, division, and then that's good. I did, but the day of, but the day of, only four people showed up. Oh wow. So we end up doing like two yeah. best two out of three rounds against um, me and the other guy, which was like the the heaviest, like the ultra heavies. And then they did like the other two uh, weight classes that was, yeah, the other two weight classes, they did a uh, best two out of three. So it was very, very short. Yes. I did tap cancer out uh, two years ago and it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. There, there was only one guy in my division and I had previously faced this guy at the Chicago Open, IBJJF. In no gi, and this one was gi for tap cancer. They only do gi. And I was like, oh, man, this guy again, you know? I beat him at, at the Chicago Open, and then I beat him both matches at tap cancer. He's a great guy. I, I talk to him quite often now, which is kind of another thing. Like, guys that I've had matches with, I keep in contact with them. Like, hey, man, let me get your info. Let me get your Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's The sport's just that cool, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I'm still trying to get in touch with the guy I did my tournament, uh, my my first and yeah. only match against. I found his gym. I talked to his instructor. I'm just waiting to hear back from him now. I listened to that podcast you talked about. He was a, he was massive. He man, was huge. Such a such a huge guy. Football player. Yeah, such a huge <laughs> guy. But very very cool, man. He was very very chill, very cool, very knowledgeable. And you know, I'm I'm I can't wait to like actually talk to him again. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I do. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, it's, it's funny. I was looking at my list and when I was, um, you know, getting the getting everything together, 
there was a guy I interviewed um, a few weeks ago by the name of Daniel uh, Beatty. Oh, yeah. That's my training partner. Okay. I just, I just wanted to make sure because I'm like, I don't know if they I don't know if they know each other's going to be on the podcast, but I just... he, he's also my training partner and my vet. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. That's yeah, he is a great guy and he is an animal. Let me tell you, don't let age fool you with this sport. Oh, no. Age age is not a factor in, in jiu-jitsu. No. He, he like, I, I, I roll with Dan probably two, maybe three days a week. Uh-huh. And we have some scraps. We have some scraps. He, he, I, I'm going to be honest. He gets the better of me most of the time. Well, pretty much all the time. Uh, okay, so he—I mean, he's—he's. He's, I mean, he was very, very knowledgeable, very, you know, very, very fun conversation. So, I was just—I just, I just yes. thought I should mention that when I saw the uh, when I saw the list of the schools, I was like, oh, there is someone else um, that was at Premier MMA. I just wasn't for sure. That's this this gym is there. It's full of killers. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, so I think he did say yeah. it's a competition school. Yes, it is competition based MMA. And they're just a room full of killers. No matter what time you go, 5 a.m., 10 a.m. at night, you got, you know, four or five different coaches teaching you and just all different techniques. The The level of knowledge at this gym is just phenomenal. Man, that's so awesome to hear. Yeah, like, so I tell everybody, any given day I train with, you know, four black belts, multiple world champions across the board. It's like... You, it's a great place to train man that sounds that definitely sounds fun like our school our school is small um and uh, yeah only black belt we have is our is our instructor so yeah but you know but the i guess i want to say the best side about it is we are like a smashed out uh school so everyone in our class is like big guys so yeah. you know, every every day is a grueling role. Like we have like a couple smaller, like smaller younger guys there, but nah, everyone else is like big. <laughs> oh, I'd hate to be in that room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you get so you get so used to it though. After you know, after oh yeah, so I train long. with. I, yep, I train with heavyweights, ultra heavyweights. Yep. Yeah, I I don't I won't turn away from anybody. It's you know, hey, we're all here for the same reason. Let's go. Yeah, cause I got um, two guys who are both MMA fighters and they're both wrestlers, so that's always fun. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I love the, I love those guys though. But yeah, those would be the best. Those would be the best roles. So um, yes. So you said your your wife trains too, right? She does not anymore. Oh, okay. So she decided to step away from the mats. Yeah, she had a, a knee injury also, and it just we, – we have four horses and a farm out here, so she takes care of that, which she's just a saint, lets me do my thing with jujitsu, takes care of the house. She takes so much off my plate so I can go train all the time. Isn't that awesome? It, it's – yeah, I wouldn't be able to do this without her. Yeah. Her support is just – it's unbelievable. Yeah, my wife is a, a definitely the uh the same. She's definitely um one hell of a partner. She just got yes. back into training um I think earlier this month. So but yeah, before before she I mean before that, yeah, she was holding down the house while I was training, you know, 
almost every single day, at least four times a week. And, you know, every, you know, since now it kind of like slowed down a little bit, I still train two, three days a week, but yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't be able to do none of this without, you know, without her. So definitely bigs up to the wife. You got to have the support. Yep. You got to have the support group at home to be able to do it. Definitely. Now she does tell me if I if I start getting a little too deep and get a little obsessed with jujitsu, she's like, "Hey, dude, reel in a little bit. You still got a house you got to help out with." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> like, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> no, but I'm. Oh, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. With her, I don't think about. It. With her, I can't think about it. That, but that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get your ass home and get this work done. Yeah. What. Honestly, like with with you know with my wife, she she understands like the 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 like the severity of like how addicted it is, I am to jujitsu. So whenever things come up jujitsu related, she's just like, "All right, I know, I know yep. it's coming." Yep. I'm just gonna step back. And, and just... then around. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Around competition time, that's when she she knows. I'm like, she's like, "You got to get ready. Go, go do your thing." And she takes care of everything. Yeah, and she's um, we was just talking about this uh, a couple of days ago, and um, we were telling you know, we were talking about like the the podcast and how everything is going, and she's like, well, you don't have any um, you know, you don't have too many in December. I was like, well, because December is gonna be go time, because I'm gonna be getting ready for Grappling Industries in January. So I'm like, yeah, nice. there's gonna be a lot of days where I'm, you know, I'm gonna be coming home later i might be going back to the gym after class i'm just gonna be busy 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 so she's like all right i understand you know so yeah yes. like, like i said big ups you, big ups to her man yes both of them both what are you doing them. in grappling gi or no gi oh man you know i i'm gonna do gi for sure but i'm debating if i want to do no gi okay i'm itching to do both but, I um, prefer no gi for competing, but just because of the wrestling background and being used to it and competing in that. But now, as I'm getting older, I'm really liking the gi, man. Really? I'm training more in the gi now than no gi. Hmm. Because I've I've heard like the complete opposite. Like right now, I train in gi. Um, we like we like maj- like yeah, majority of the time we do training gi. Um, usually during open mats or like every you know sprinkle of classes, we'll do a no gi, and I'm actually starting to fall in love with no gi. So that's it's why it's more I'm, exciting. Yeah, for me, no gi is more exciting. But as I'm getting older, the gi is nice to stop and control. And I learned so much from Dan Beatty on this. Like control is everything in the gi. Yeah, you have so much more control in the gi than no gi. Yeah. And that's and that's probably like the main reason why, you know, um I did prefer the, you know, gi for a long long time. Um because yeah, you get the you you have your you grips from the, like on the lapel, on the sleeve, on, you know, just a, you know, you have a better control of your opponent versus no gi where you can't like grab fingers, obviously you can grab the wrist, the back of the arm, the neck and, you know, just limbs for that matter. So it's you have to be a lot more technical when it comes to you know setting up everything but yeah i'm 
no no gee has definitely have gotten me more and more interested in going down that down down that path. Yes. So the only thing like the the leg the leg game with no gee, especially in grappling industries, they are gonna go for your legs, man. I've seen I've seen that. Like I've seen um some of the tournaments um like online just to kind of like check out how they how they format and flow. But yeah, a lot of leg lockers and I've just recently started working leg locks so you know we'll work in leg locks but, more but yeah i'm i'm going to like going against people who hunt for leg locks so that should be fun yes that, that's kind of what i do not gonna lie man if you go on my instagram you'll see a bunch of videos on there too from uh grab uh, grappling industries because they allow a lot of leg locks as to where other organizations don't Mm-hmm. So even at blue belt, you're able to do knee bars, toe holds. So it's it's very it's very I, selective, but yeah, yeah. It's um, I I like grappling industries. I think they run a good organization. Yeah, I, I mean, and they I do like the fact that they do a lot of tournaments close by. Um. Cause I know they do a few in, they doing one here in Wayne, Michigan. I think they did one in Kalamazoo. They, I think they did Ohio last year. Um, so it's a lot of like neighboring cities that's close by that if I can, if I can sign up for them, I'm definitely going to do them. But I've been hunting for yeah. a lot of tournaments uh, for this year. Good. Good. That's awesome. So, what is it about competing that you know that that drew you in? I, I'd have to say it's just from starting wrestling in fourth grade and the the wrestling meets missing that. Like mm-hmm. there, after I got out of high school, I graduated in ninety five. I'm old, but after I got out of high school, you wrestle all these years. There's nothing for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, it took so long. Like, and then I started watching UFC and following Pride. And I was like, man, I want to get into this. And that that's what started it for me. And then as soon as we found out, find out there's tournament style meets like the old days, I was like, I, I'm going to do this. And I like the competition. I like the extra incentive to push harder in the gym. Mm-hmm. The, de- the dedication it takes to be your best on that day. Yeah. I, you know, I like pushing myself and like my teammates always have pushed me to be the best person I can be on that day. Definitely. Definitely. And I can. And it's just, especially my favorite is when the whole, you know, like the last one, I think we had 16 competitors at the Naga. Uh-huh. The one that video I did, there was 16 between kids and adults. I love that team atmosphere where everybody's there. It's just great. Yeah. Everybody's out there representing. Yeah, we, um, like I said, we're not a competition school. Um, I know for a fact that, like I said, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm competing next year. Um, I know one of our white belts, he wants to compete. Uh, we're trying to convince one of our blue belts to compete but i'm i'm still i'm still i'm still going to shake that tree until he till he gives in because he's going to he's going to compete he doesn't think he's like ready but i he's man i i think he's more than i think he's more than ready yes if he's a blue belt he's more than ready i just got a new guy that i had signed up my buddy owen o-dog 
he uh he's only been training a few months he's like you're competing i'm like yeah you should too he's like what i'm like why not they have an under six month novice category do it he's like i'm not ready i'm like well here's the thing you wait longer people are just going to get better yeah it's going to so get harder now get it out of the way <laughs> right yeah, it's only going to get harder so do with it do it now and he did great he didn't win but man he he did great just the experience and just the experience alone was like more than enough for me when i did that first ep- when i did that first uh tournament it, yes it was like and, you know that's what i told him no go ahead go ahead go ahead that's what i told him i said there's two things that are going to happen here you're going to win or lose or you're going to love it or hate it right and he lost and loved it yep so there you go there you go because um yeah because Lee, I, even leading up to it, um, I was, I was a little nervous because I'd never done a tournament. But I don't know. It's like as soon as I stepped on the mats, and I, I, when I got there, I got maybe a little anxious. But yeah, when we started, I was, I was good. I was like, huh. That's really weird how that. That's it's weird how that you walk in there and you get, you get the nerves. You get, but as soon as you slap hands, bump fists, it's just another day on the mat. It's just that's another day. Yeah, it's just a. It just and that's exactly how I felt. It just felt like another day on the mats. Like, yep. It just felt like I was rolling with another, you know, with another gym partner, and but we just happened to be somewhere else. Yep, some guy who just come in, do a drop in, just another day on the mats. Yeah, and that's what I tell all these people. Like when they're like, I don't want to compete. Like, what do you have to lose? Right. Nothing. Nothing. You're you're not you're not grappling for money. You're not it it's a five dollar medal that you're 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 grappling for. What do you have to lose? Nobody's gonna be like, Oh, you suck. Nobody's ever gonna say that to you. No. You're not letting your team down. Actually, if you go out there, put it all on the mats and lose, your your team's gonna respect you more for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You went out there and did it. You went out there and did it. Cause I was, um, cause after, after I turn you know, after that tournament, um, I took second because it was only us two and I was almost on the verge of beating myself up about it. But I'm thinking to myself like, man, it may, it may suck. There's the fact that it was on two, you know, you only did one match and you know, you got quote unquote second place, but the fact that you got up and you got out there and you did it, you got up you there, did you, you did your best with what you will know, what you know. And either you're just going to accept it or, you you know, you can try to do something to change it. And that's the part that's been nagging me. Like, I want to do something to, to change it. So I'm like, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's time that I take training way more serious than I have been uh, as of late and go out there and try to compete once, you know, at least I'm, I'm hoping for at least three tournaments uh, next year at the minimum. That- that'd be a good year yeah hold yeah. your head high learn from it and go yeah because it was it was thrilling uh, to to the point where it's like oh man i i should have been doing this way sooner than i started now like yes. why why wasn't i completing it competing at blue belt because when you go to these tournaments it's usually a lot of kids and a lot of like blue belts like purple purple brown and black is usually like mixed in or be yeah, a few and far in between so it was just like, man, I should have just, mm, I should have competed at blue belt. But I'm gonna, yeah, yes. like I said, I'm gonna do a lot. I want to do a lot more tournaments, and I want to find ways to train a whole lot more too. 
Is there any IBJJF events that come by you? Um, yes. Yes. That That's one that I recommend you should do just because you will be put in a category that you belong in. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's one match, but there's so many competitors that go to those, you'll get a brown belt in your age group and your weight. Okay. And then that's where the next problem lies is trying to find what weight class I want to, you know, I want to sit at. Yeah, you're on a weight loss journey from from what I've been hearing. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, I got down to um 27, yeah, 217. Um so I'm kind of thinking of like the 210 area um cuz I don't want to compete at ultra heavy anymore. Um cuz that was that was brutal. That was a that was a enough in itself like, yeah, let's not compete this high no more. But yeah. you know, being being um a lot smaller, I do feel a lot better, um, a lot more energy, and I'm you know able to move a lot better than I have been when I was a lot bigger. So I figure at this weight, I would you know definitely be able to get some you know competitive roles in that I can feel like I could do so much better at. Definitely. So I'm I'm excited for now. Ne- I'm excited for next year. I'm really really excited for next year. I am also. So, um, so you got our, um, any, any tournaments coming up yourself? There's, well, again, I popped my knee right. a week and a half ago. Right. Um, just, yeah, just you, recently. Right. You just, you just said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, um, so there's one in February I might do. It's a new breed competition. As long as the knee holds up, I'll be in there doing it. Gotcha. So when it comes to like injuries, like how how hard is it, how hard is it for you to like to to stay away from the gym, even though you know you're supposed to be resting? Very, very hard. <laughs> I went I went the day after I hurt my knee, and uh, I, I I couldn't do shit. But I still, you know, I was like, all right, I can I'll be able to do the technique. And I was like, oh man, this is this is brutal. It was just so hard. Everything hurt. I made it through the class and. I mean, my uh, my AM coach, Adrian, she's phenomenal. And she was just, you know, she, like, geared the class to her. Un- actually, my other buddy, he popped his knee the same day as I did, the same submission. And she was like, all right, we're not going to roll today. There was only a couple of us there that morning. We, we train at 5 a.m., so there was only a couple. Of- she's like, we'll just do technique today. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God. I-, I was like, there's no way we can roll. <laughs> why Why do we do this to ourselves? I love it, man. I'll I'll keep doing it until I just physically can't. I know, right? Like, if there is breath in my body, I'm going to be on those mats. Yes. Like, no matter. Yes. I haven't had any, like, really, really bad injuries when it comes to jujitsu. But, you know, there have been so many days where my body is just, like, just beat up. And I'm just in so much pain. And I'm like, man, I should just, like, go home and sleep. But no, I blink. I'm at the gym putting on my gi, rolling hard. And them are some of your best days, right? Yeah. Oh, man. It's the best days. The best days. Like yes. When it's just like you're that bitter end and it's like you know for a fact that you should not be here. Those would be the class where it's like, yeah, we're just going to roll the whole class. Or yeah. we're just going to work heavy technique. And you and yeah, oh, yes, you do some of your best work wounded <laughs> it makes no sense You're none like, I'm dead none ass. whatsoever I, I can't even 
Yeah, you go in there and you have your best day ever. You walk out, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. I mean, Doesn't I'm at even the, make sense. I'm at the point now where I'm I got like knee braces on. I got my ankles taped up, wrist and fingers taped up, <laughs> looking like a mummy. You know, my my instructor, my instructor always laughed like, "Oh, look who got his jujitsu brown belt body." I'm like, "I don't like this. <laughs> I, don't, no. <laughs> like, I don't like this." <laughs> I gotta duct tape myself up before every class, but yeah. I, I I wouldn't change yeah. it. I wouldn't change it for the world. No. Even when I sprained my knee two years ago, it was bad. I had to do 10 weeks of physical therapy. And I was still at class every day, three times a week, not every day. But once I started getting to where I had a little mobility in my knee, I went to the kids' class, and I would work with them. And I roll with the kids. Uh-huh. Just to keep just to keep moving, like yeah, I got I got to do something. I got, and I tell you what, that was one of my biggest growth periods as far as jujitsu. Just rolling with them, rolling with the lighter people, rolling with the girls in class. Like I I just I really had a huge jump in my jujitsu. Yeah, just from dialing it back, thinking more technical, slow pace. Yep. It, it really benefited me a lot to just like dial it back, slow it down and try to learn some technical jujitsu. Yeah. And I, I love rolling with, and I don't care what the, what the belt rank is. If you're white up to, you know, coral belt, I, if you, if we can roll, I'm going to roll. And I don't care who, yes. you, I don't care who you are. Like we can get to mat space. We gonna we gonna roll. But yeah, when it's yeah. like, for example, like um, we got two white belts, um, strappy guys, strappy, strappy guys. And those be the main roles I'll be looking for because it's like I'm going to get it's going to be competitive because I'm going to have to try to control the pace of this fight. I'm going to have to be able to think a whole lot sharper and I can throw up some goofy shit and not have to worry about being punished. Yeah, so for sure. It's, it's definitely it's definitely fun. Jiu-jitsu is very, very fun. Yeah. It, it's amazing. You get some of these guys with, that have been wrestling since they're four years old. They come in there, white belts, and, man, they are just – they're a handful. Yeah. And we um, – But it's a great role. Yeah, we got this one white belt. Um, I, don't, he, I think he said he trained Krav Maga a little bit, but this is, like, his first, like, you know, jiu-jitsu class. Oh, well, his yeah, his first like real like you know his first martial art, and um, I think like the other day, uh, me and him rolled for the first time, and we set the clock, and the uh one of my training partners Ray was like you know let him work for there's like I think it was like a three minute round, so I let him work for like two and a half, and then I had thirty seconds to like you know get the submission or whatever, and the fun part about it was he was just going for it. he was throwing up haymakers i mean just hail marys every <laughs> it's, it seemed like every single technique we worked every single class he was trying every leg lock every he's trying to go for wrist lock he's trying to go for americanas he's trying to go for like uh x chokes from weird positions i'm like dude you're really really trying he's like i don't know what i'm doing he just kept and we just kept going but i i mean i love that about you know i love that about um 
our you know our white belts is you know they have so much heart and they, yes. they'll give you like the best time of your life don't get me wrong i love rolling with my upper belt brothers especially my you know my brother brian very very technical guy um that's that's the that's that's the person i roll with that we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth the whole night but it's so so technical and and whatnot but yeah my white belts and my blue belts i love you guys too because you guys give me it's like a hell of a workout yep yeah same thing i got people if you want a technical role you're going to roll with them you want you want to scrap you want to move you got other guys for that too yeah because i'll i'll be sitting yeah. there i'll be sitting there like after after class and be like okay how am i feeling like am i feeling do I want to like drill some stuff? Do I feel like going for a, like a a street fight, or do I feel like being technical? I don't feel like exactly. Being, I don't feel like being. I feel like being a street fighter. So let's go. Let me grab me a white belt. <laughs> 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 They'll bring it out of you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's no matter what, man. It's like one uh, one guy in particular, uh, Matt he he's an awesome he's an awesome guy and we can be in the middle of like a technique and everything just turns into a roll and it's like oh <laughs> it's like oh we're doing it let's go <laughs> so <laughs> i'm too old for that now i'm like hey bro we gotta take it down a minute take it down take it down yeah, <laughs> slow down but yeah it's still fun yeah because we were um because i think i was teaching um oh, was it butterfly yeah we were uh, teaching some some stuff from butterfly and you know we're going we're going we're going we're going and i i i did a um i was going for a butterfly sweep i believe and i kind of did like lazily like just kind of like haphazardly because i was talking to other people and when i did it he jumped you know he jumped out of my legs into side control and he was going for a submission i was like are we really doing this he's like yeah bro i said (laughs) shit all right let's go so it instantly turned into a roll and then you know got the tap and then we ended up going back to class (laughs) so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like damn it, oh, man. I it man but i love it yeah i love it i love it man yep love love the scrappiness love the scrappiness of everybody man it wakes you up it does it does and i love you know for one it's always good to see um new people new faces come in because you can teach them us you know you can teach them so much more than you learn when you walk through that door and it yes. just excites you more because like, yes, I got that young body, that young, you know, that young jujitsu spirit who's going to be willing to learn. And he's going to just be so scrappy. Yeah. So, so that's that, what I was telling my wife on the way home today. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite things about jujitsu is getting one of my coworkers, a friend, get them in there and just watch them get obsessed, fall in love with jujitsu and progress. Like my buddy, O-Dog, he's just, He's just dove head first. He, you know, and in in the morning, our classes are they're mostly blues and up. There's a, a couple of white belts usually. Uh huh. So he's getting his ass kicked day in day out, and I'm like, how how'd it go today? He's red in the face, sweating all over. <laughs> he's like, Man, I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, yes. That's like my one of my favorite things getting getting somebody in there and watching them grow. I'm and I'm trying, man. I have so many friends that's either done mar- uh, done a martial art prior to, or you know they'll ask me about jujitsu. I'm like, just come to a class. 
Nah, yeah, I mean, I, what, I, I think about it like, no, I need you to come to a class. Please. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> go out of my way, but if somebody asks me, like, hey, what would it take? I'm like, oh, you just done messed up, man, because now I'm going <laughs> to pester you until you walk through that door. Yep. And people ask, like, you know what you need in your life, man? They're like, what? I'm like, you need jujitsu. You in need jujitsu in your life. You need jujitsu in your life. Come meet me at the gym, 5 a.m. And, uh, you know, yeah, maybe 50% of them walk through the door and I tell them, you just did the hardest thing right there. Yeah. Like, what? I mean, you walk through you the walk door. You walk through the door. Yep. So you walk through that door, you've done what, however many people out there are too scared to do. You already did it. Yeah, you're 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 already ahead of the game. Yes. And like I, I you know, I talk to my friends. I'm like, I'm not gonna call them out. I'm gonna be nice because I know they listen, but I'm, I'm not gonna call them out. I'm not gonna call no names out. But I would message them like, hey, when um when you gonna come training? It's oh man, you know, oh, what what day is the class? You know, we got classes Tuesday and Thursday. Oh man, I work this day, this day, and I'm only off these days. Oh really? Guess what? I'm assistant instructor at yeah, the school. I have a key. Yep. We can go anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so you cannot escape me. <laughs> I will pester them until they do it. Yep. All the time, man. All the time. All the time. Yeah, I've got a couple guys that never trained before. Got them in. They got their blue belts now. It's it's cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely cool. It's definitely cool to see like those the growth of everybody because – at one point, um, I think we had mm, maybe one white belt in the class. Everyone else, everywhere else was blueing up. So now we got a good, um, let's see, one, two, three, maybe like four or five white belts now. And they're just, man, they're, they're growing so fast. They're, man, they are rock. They're killing it. They are killing it. Yeah, I mean, if there's only, you know, four of them, in a room full of higher belts, they're they're gonna grow so fast. Yeah, and it's a little it's a little too fast. It's a little too fast. Cause I'm like, shit. Now nah, I gotta step it up. I can't let these white belts outwork me. <laughs> they're only gonna bring the best out of you, man. Oh yeah, man. I can't I can't do nothing but thank them for it, man. Cause I think that's what was one of the things that I needed in um in jujitsu around like that end of purple belt because you know it felt like something was missing obviously it one of the things was i wasn't rolling enough and i think my heart kind of left it a little bit um i mean i talked about it before um in the earlier episodes so not gonna go into too much detail but yeah once i started rolling with these guys again and you know found that love for it man i i i gotta get at least a one or two rows in every class at now yes like i yeah, can't i, I can't I leave without it I listened to that podcast too, and I, I kind of went through that too, where I was like, man, yeah, I was a blue belt too at the time. And I was like, man, maybe I'm just done. And I took about two months off, and I was like, no, you ain't done. You're not done. Get back in there. Let's go. I was just saying, it's like you, you hear about the blue belt blues. It's like, you know, maybe if people go through what you and I went through, like, man, am I really, is this really what I want to do? Yeah. You know, it's such a long period to be in a belt. It's like you're killing yourself out there day in, day out, injuries, whatnot. And you're like, yeah, is this really for me? It it really is though for everybody. It's just get your ass back in the gym. Yeah, just just get up there and train. Like if you don't feel like training, just show up. 
like we said, it'll be your best days. Yeah, it'll be your it'll be your best days. You'll be feeling like crap. You're gonna be you know kicking yourself because you 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 scrolled in this build uh, this building. But as soon as you get in there, even if you sit on the side, you're not gonna sit on the side for long. You no. Like, oh, let me get no, up and I get, get dressed. I, and... I gotta get up at. Yeah, I get up at three thirty in the morning to go train. Oh man, at forty five years old with a, with a full time job, like yeah, you can do it. Get in there, and the days I wake up, the alarm goes off. I'm like, ah, I'm not going today, and I still get up, get in the shower, go to the gym. My best days. Yep. Yep. Yeah, can't 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 go without jujitsu. Can't go without jujitsu. No. But um, if you have um any questions for me, um, I know we talked about you know train um uh, not training but tournaments. You know we were talking about if you had anything upcoming, but you know hopefully you have a speedy recovery. But you know if you got any questions for me, you know fire away. If you want to shout out your school or if you got anything going coming up at your school in events, you know. But by all means, man, the floor is yours. I don't think we have any events coming up. But they he does do, uh grappling competitions at the gym i'll i'll if the next one's coming i think he i think he's got one planned for either late in the year or early next year i'll i'll definitely tag you in that but no i just would give a shout out to my coaches coach steve coach adrian lisa jeff neal my training partners uh, the 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 best room around man The, the guys bring me to my best all the time nice 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 well, um, that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank my guest Jeff uh, Jeffrey uh, for coming on the show, uh, sharing his experiences and tales with us. Please go and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. And we're done. <laughs>